Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm so glad you've taken time out of your day to join us here on The Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make. I have a potential money-saving opportunity for you coming up in just seconds. Coming up later in today's Clark Rageous Moment, there's something that we are doing to conspire against ourselves that when you hear it in today's Clark Rage, you'll say, "Uh uh-huh, oh, I did that once. And coming up yet later, so much talk about distracted driving I have new hard information for you about something you got to make sure you don't do while you're driving down the road. But recently, I trashed AT&T. AT&T went through a merger recently where they took on a zillion dollars in debt to acquire Time Warner. They promised the courts that it would lead to lower prices. Instead, they've been raising rates, AT&T wireless subscribers, are going to see their rates go up, not your monthly plan, but a junk fee added on to it that takes a billion dollars from AT&T subscribers, according to one industry estimate I saw. And then DirecTV Now, their main streaming product, that went up as well. But what they took with one hand, they're giving with another. AT&T has launched a $15 a month video product, a streaming service, if you are someone who's of a mind to have as small a pay TV bill as possible, this could work for you. Now, we have our technology expert, Mike Timmerman, who tests all kinds of products and services for us in the digital realm. And... Mike, you've been testing the AT&T $15 a month service, which is branded as? AT&T Watch TV. That's not a very imaginative name. AT&T Watch TV. So $15 a month, that's the cheapest of any streaming product in the marketplace. Yeah, it's the the cheapest one out there. There's one for $16 a month um, that's kind of similar to this one in the channel lineup in that it doesn't have any sports channels. You're not getting ESPN with this, and it doesn't have any of your local CBS, Fox, uh, NBC, or any of your local stations with it. These wait, are, wait, 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 wait. Is life worth living if you don't have sports channels? Well, I guess that depends on if you watch a lot of sports on, on cable. Yeah, because it's funny. You know, the Super Bowl is the biggest TV viewing event every year and i think it's two out of three americans don't even tune in to a minute of it and it's like the biggest extravaganza right and that one you can watch with an antenna uh-huh yeah so that one should be free for everybody that is so true but the point is even though i really just live for football most people don't really care about sports right and this uh with this service you're getting about 30 channels and 
Can for you some hit people, us with some examples? Yeah, I will. And some of these are uh, networks that people are so passionate about that the $15 is worth it for that alone. Uh, you're going to get some of the, the Turner networks that AT&T just acquired. So you're going to get TBS, TNT, CNN, and also some of these other networks that people just really love. Wait, wait, wait. You started with all those because you're an alum of Turner Network Television. Yeah, those are the ones that I watch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but there's also uh, Hallmark Channel, Hallmark, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Lifetime, Lifetime Movies, Investigation Discovery. Those right there are, are channels that they just have really diehard fans who people just will binge watch those for hours and hours. And this is at $15. This is the cheapest way for people to be able to get those type of channels. Also, HGTV, Food Network, uh, and a bunch of other Lifetime. Own. There's a bunch of other lifestyle networks in here too. So this is for people who who prefer light, more lighthearted, entertainment style television and educational TV. Absolutely. And fifteen a month. Does the fifteen include junk fees or junk fees on top of the? 15? It's just fifteen dollars. Uh, you're not getting a lot more with this. You can only watch one stream at a time, so the whole family can't have different networks going in different rooms. There's a limited number of uh, TV devices that you can watch it with. Uh, I'm using a Chromecast, no Roku support at this point, and you there's no DVR. Phone. You can watch on your phone, you can watch on your uh, computer, but as far as casting it to a TV, I believe it's Apple TV, um, the Amazon devices, and uh, Chromecast are the main ones at this point, no Roku. Yeah, and for many people, no Roku is a deal breaker. Is Roku dominates the streaming market. Right. But the quality of the video, it, you are someone who went from thinking DirecTV Now is trash to thinking DirecTV Now is great as they've improved the product. Does this stream really well? Yes. I'd say it works just the same as DirecTV Now does now. It's, uh, it's at the same level and also the navigation as far as the guide it looks just like DirecTV now with just a different color scheme and obviously fewer fewer channels. It's your sense from using this that they're using it as like a teaser to try to get people to quote unquote upgrade to a $45 a month package from the 15 or are they just leaving you alone at the 15? You know, I'm not really sure what, what their motivations are. This does come uh, included with AT&T wireless plans, unlimited wireless plans. So Maybe it's just an extra bonus, but yeah, for a lot of people, they're going to be missing a few things and they may want to spend the extra $25 a month for direct TV now to get ESPN and uh, or Disney or those other channels that are not included here. So maybe it is just, we'll see if people like this and then they'll pay a little extra for the stuff we really want them to. But the beauty of this is the average pay TV bill is over a hundred a month. You can get an antenna if you got uh, if you can get a good signal on local channels. You get all those, and then you'd have a selection of pay TV channels, and your bill in total would drop to fifteen. Absolutely, and there are um, there's been some changes with some of the other providers in price recently. On Clark.com, we have a guide with all of them. Sling is now twenty five dollars a month for its base plan so if you do like sports they have espn they also have disney cnn a bunch of other channels so we have it laid out for you on the website with all these streaming providers side by side what channels they have and the differences between them and when sling raised the price of the base plan 
Did they leave it as confusing for their users as it was before with the blue channels and the orange channels and three streams on this one, one stream on that one and all that? They sure did. The only thing that changed was uh, Sling Orange went up to 25 Sling Blue is still $25. Uh, if you want them both, that price has also stayed the same, so it's $40. So that's still the best deal for Sling is get Sling Orange and Blue together for 40 bucks a month. Okay. It gets more and more interesting with all the variety of choices, and eventually there will be a shakeout of all the providers. And I have my own opinion and my absolute favorite of all the streaming products I've tried. But first, what is your absolute favorite of all of them? Well, that's a tough question. I think I probably would have said DirecTV Now before the price hike up to $40. Uh, now I'd say DirecTV Now and YouTube TV because they're both at that $40 price point. Yeah, YouTube TV is the one that I've been the happiest with. And I've tried several of the others just like you. You and I both try all these. And we will continue to share with you our adventures and misadventures as you go from these monster pay TV bills to significantly cheaper ones just by letting the marketplace work in your favor. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks, Clark. Ron is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Ron, do you still pay for traditional pay TV from cable or satellite? I recently changed my lineup with DirecTV, which I've had for a number of years. I went to their retention specialist uh, who knocked $100 a month off my bill. So it's now comparable with my local cable. 100 a month off your bill? You must have been getting every channel known to humanity. No, I was getting uh, about 140 bucks. The only thing I, extra I had there was what they call the extra package. So uh, you've gone from 140 a month to 40 I went from 140 a month to 40 correct. Just by saying, I'm going to fire you, the retention specialist said, wait, 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 we'll make you a deal, Ron. And they did, yeah. and now you're saving 1200 bucks a year. Yeah, they matched the cable, uh, basically. Wonderful. Well, you didn't want to talk about that. I wanted to ask you that. You wanted to talk about another service that saves people a ton of money, UMA. Yeah, I've uh, I've had UMA four years, uh, thanks to uh, your recommendation. Uh, I had the basic, which cost me four eighty eight, which includes uh, the local taxes, and I have their uh, next level, which cost me eleven forty four. The advantage of the next level is it expands your long distance to Canada and and Mexico, but it has a number of things in the call blocking section that does not is not included in the in the basic one of which is you can click a box and have all calls that are not in your personal address book which you have to input into them uh goes directly to voicemail it doesn't even ring the phone i receive a text telling me that somebody called it gives me the number and i either erase it or if it happens to be a doctor's office or something i'll i'll go and and call them back so I love this. I think they call this permissive calling, where only people who you have permitted to for their calls to come through ring. Everybody else is diverted. And that is a, a way more and more people are dealing with the increasing rise in all these junk phone calls. 
Yeah, it helped me. I went from probably 40 a month of these types of calls down to none. None sure beats 40, doesn't it? it certainly does. You know, something else you get with the UMA Premium is if you choose to get their burglar alarm system, you get the monthly monitoring free. You don't pay a mon- monitoring fee because yeah, you're really, on the premium. They call it Premier, maybe? Is that what they call it? Uh, I don't know because I, I house it and I really don't have a need for a burglar alarm. Okay. All right. No, I meant the uh, the premium service you have is called, I think, Premier. You're paying the higher price for. But that's neither here nor there. I'm glad you love UMA. And I should mention, if you don't know what UMA is, O-O-M-A, it is a phenomenal replacement that Consumer Reports rates higher than any other home phone service offered in America from any of the traditional monopoly phone companies. With UMA, you buy a device that provides your phone service through your backbone of your internet connection, and you keep your same number you already have. The difference is instead of paying a typical home phone bill of around 40 bucks a month, you pay only junk fees passed through by taxing authorities. In the case you just heard of Ron, $4.88 a month. That'll vary by location. And you get unlimited local and long-distance calling, uh, all the traditional calling features that you'd have on a phone, and your total bill a year is usually about what you would pay per month to a traditional monopoly local phone company to have a home phone line. Rebecca's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Clark. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Well, great to have you here. What's going on, Rebecca? Uh, Well, we um, own a condo that we have never lived in, and we've been renting it out for about 14 years. And we are with the same tenant. We've been very, very fortunate. But anyway, um, my husband is thinking about um, when our tenant leaves about saving the condo for us to use because it's it's about an hour away from us. But anyway, I'm wondering what are the tax impl- implications if we were to then go back and live in a condo that has been a rental property? All right. So those tax laws changed, I'm trying to remember, a couple of years ago, maybe time slips away from me. So you cannot now move back in and just like poof, it becomes for tax purposes at a time later that you would sell it just becomes your personal residence again. There is a, there is a ratio that's involved, but as far as what happens in the immediate term, if you were to move back into it, then it does basically recharacterize as a personal residence. You can no longer deduct the condo fees. You can no longer, uh, deduct the taxes as a business expense of a rental property because of the new uh, rules involved with state and local tax deductions with this year's tax law changes. So you you make time stand still in terms of it being a rental property, and it just becomes like it would currently for you having it as a personal residence. There's nothing terrible about moving back into it. Okay, so we, we could do it, and then the implications come when we would finally sell it, depending exactly. on how long we live in it again, and blah, blah, blah. Right. That's okay. exactly right. 
First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Today's Clark Rageous moment is really about you and me. There's something that we as Americans are doing that is causing real long-term harm to us. We got to talk. You know what it is? We change jobs a lot more often than people did a generation ago. And we very well may at a job have a 401k plan. When people leave a job with a 401k plan, roughly one in three people will take the money from the 401k and spend it. Now, let me tell you why that's a problem. You face a 10% federal tax penalty, plus you pay on everything in the 401k, plus you pay regular tax on it, and you don't have the money anymore for your retirement. All three of those, that's three strikes you're out. Please, when you change jobs, avoid the temptation of spending the money from your 401k. Roll it over. Don't spend it. Let it grow tax deferred. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. So much talk about distracted driving on your cell phone. There's something else that could get you in a heap of trouble. Welcome to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. So there was a study done by AAA and researchers from the University of Utah on all the electronics built into cars now. And you want to get yourself in trouble on the road, get into a wreck, run a red light, whatever. Spend time while you're driving trying to figure out those infotainment screens in almost any car in the United States. Auto manufacturers may build great automobiles, but they don't know anything about consumer electronics, and it shows. Now, we have a 2014 Honda Odyssey, and it has GPS built into it. Okay, So the GPS was designed by somebody who hates people because it is impossible to use. And talk about distracting. I think you could get to a destination 50 miles away before you've ever been even able to load in where you're trying to go. And your focus and your eyes, instead of being on the road, are trying to figure this thing out. We haven't used it virtually since we got the vehicle because we just use uh, Google Maps or Waze because you can just say, okay, Google, 
navigate to wherever and tell it where to navigate. And it just does it. No looking at it, no touching it, nothing. And by the way, the researchers from AAA, with the help of the University of Utah, discovered that in your vehicle, if it supports um, Google CarPlay and Apple, what's Apple's called? Android Auto, and is it, I forget what the Apple equivalent is. Car, okay, so it's I mixed the two of them together, didn't I? Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, that if you use those, they are much, much safer for you to navigate with than using any of the befuddling systems that are built into the cars. So you want to be safe on the road, you already know you may do it anyway. You already know you shouldn't be texting while you're driving or reading stuff on your phone while you're driving. But it turns out that you are also in grave danger using any of those built-in electronics infotainment screens in your car and all the myriad of menus in the car. Keep your eyes on the road. And by the way, if you have a passenger in the car, let them do the stuff like put in the navigation or start your Spotify playing in the car or whatever so you can stay focused on your job driving down the road, hopefully safely, instead of being in a wreck. By the way, some of the videos from AAA about how people don't drive well when they're distracted by the electronics built in the cars, wow, it'll give you driving religion really fast. Chelsea's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Chelsea. Hey, Clark. So, Chelsea, you need me to get your husband to take a chill pill, huh? Well, I hope so. What's going on? Uh, Well, not too much. We are what I think of as super savers. Um, And he really does listen to your show and take your advice. And and when we're on road trips, I listen as well. Um, But we're at a point where uh, we need a little help getting some peace whenever it comes to the spending. So is he like a, a spending freak now that he doesn't want to spend even a nickel on anything? He, it, I think it might make him a little uncomfortable when it comes to spending. Um, so there was an instance recently where he bought a cell phone and he was going to be reimbursed by his employer. Um, and he searched the market and ended up buying a cell phone from the Asian market because it was going to save maybe $150. Um, but he spent several days, several hours on these days, trying to get the phone to work, and it still doesn't operate quite so well. And other times, he's brilliant when it comes to saving money. Um, we had our freezer that wasn't working, and we had a serviceman come and check it out, and it said it was low on Freon, and he was going to charge several hundred dollars to fix it. But my husband went, to a tractor supply and got the Freon for 12 bucks. So sometimes... No way. Yes, it was fantastic. So it's a mix. It's a mixed bag with your husband. There are times that he conspires against himself for being <laughs> um, too tight with a dollar. 
And other times, those instincts actually pay off handsomely for you as a couple. That's true, yes. And do you feel pressured by your husband not to spend money yourself? Well, not so much that, but he does like to um, be very, very efficient when it comes to things like saving on groceries. So he would rather me go to three different, or even four, one of them's a major wholesaler, um, different stores to buy groceries. And I have three kids, Clark, so that's (laughs) the hassle for me. Yeah, because time is a precious commodity for you. It is. So what if he did the four grocery stops? Yes, I suppose that could work. Because let's think this through. You know, if... If you're having to make this judgment, you know, I need the time with the kids, but I'm running all around going store to store to store to store, and maybe the compromise there is if he really wants you buying this here and this there and this other thing, this other place, and you're just going all over, it takes time to do that. Maybe he takes on two of the stores and the list that would be at those two, and you take on the other two. Yeah, I think something like that could work. Because I don't want to take away this this uh, thing going on, this dynamic, where you are able to live on less because you as a couple are so careful with money, but at the same time, I never want that to cause tension or unhappiness with the two of you, where you feel like he's just going too much to an extreme. Okay, that makes good sense. So there are times he'll say, he'll write a prescription by prescription, I don't mean, you know, for a medicine. Well, we should do this particular thing this way, this way, this way. But the we is actually you (laughs) who's supposed to do those things. Yes. And that's when, if... It really is important to him that you do something a particular way that maybe that means he picks up that part of the shopping chores or things. My, I'll tell you how my wife and I handle it. Imagine for her, my wife came from a family where they never, ever talked about money. There was never any real thought about it. And she ends up married to me. Think about what that was like. And women will come up to my wife and say, how in the world can you stand living with that cheap man? Can you imagine people saying that to my wife? She might get a little bit of a response out of her, yes. So (laughs) what we eventually worked our way to, I call our life together the MasterCard circles, where she's one way, I'm another, and then we have this area we cross over, is that with smaller purchases because we're doing all the other things right with the big purchases and saving money and all that, that I let her make the judgment she wants to about how she spends. And so it doesn't become a source of disagreement or tension with us. And it made a big difference that we're still saving an enormous amount of money, but we don't have those points of tension. Okay, and when it comes to like family items like travel and so forth, um, where's how do you agree on 
maybe instead of going in the off rainy season, to maybe going sometime when it's worth it. So you've you've watched our lives together, I guess. I have, yes. Because my wife said uh, until like five years ago, she had never been to Europe when it wasn't freezing cold. <laughs> and finally, we've compromised, and now what we tend to do is we go in shoulder season when it's not necessarily warm, but it's not freezing cold either. You know, life involves, but you still save a lot of money versus the peak season. So life and marriage involves a lot of compromise. The The key is to recognize your goals and keep working towards your goals. But as you're doing that, if you're accomplishing them, that you also enjoy your life as you go along. That sounds good. So you're happy. Now is your husband going to be fired up and upset with me? I don't think so. I think that uh, he'll enjoy what you've said. All right. Well, best to you and have a wonderful day. All right. Thanks, Clark. You too. And Lewis is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Lewis. Hi, Clark. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. How can I serve you? I've got a question. I'm a California teacher, and I'm about 10 years away from retirement. I'll be, I'm 50 now. I'll be 60 then. What do you teach? I teach math. Oh, my son, who I would think, uh, in fact, he got an award when he was really young, is Mr. Mathematics in elementary school. And now he's not feeling the flavor so much for math. You have any suggestions for me? Uh, How do I get him to have that joy of math again? Just work hard, work hard, work very hard because it's going to pay off in the long run. Okay. Well, you've worked hard as a teacher. How can I help you with being 10 years away from retirement? Well, I I had a question about uh, pension because over here in California, if I retire at 60, I get 90% uh, of my final salary because a few years ago I bought some what they call airtime before they did the pension reform. And um, my question is, how much extra money should I be putting away into either Roth or 403B each month um, so I'm okay uh, when I get to retirement? My wife and I would like to do some traveling, um, be pretty secure at that point. Well, number Um, one, retiring at 90% is going to put you in fantastic shape anyway. And you, if you did nothing else in terms of saving money, you'd still be okay. But to really enjoy your retirement, you do want to put as much money as is practical in your life into Roth IRAs these next 10 years. And you're allowed, because you passed 50, you're allowed to put 6500 each year into a Roth IRA. The Roth right, gives awesome. you enormous flexibility in retirement because you can leave it aside if you don't need it. You can draw on it tax-free when you do. And so it's the perfect um, builder fund for you to have a supplement to having such an awesome pension that you're going to have. Okay, sounds good. And sounds real, real good. And if you're in a position to do so, each of you can how old is your wife she is uh 47 all right so she could do 
up to 5500 a year in a Roth. You could do the 6500 You think about $13,000 a year over the next 10 years, that's a huge pile of additional money that buys you a lot of freedom of choice in retirement. Absolutely. And look at the low-cost companies for doing a Roth. I have on Clark.com, I have a very simple guide to doing Roth investments with low-cost companies and what to put the money in. And Mm -hmm. if you don't know who the best companies are, those low-cost companies, that's there for you. Well, I've done that because of you. Uh, I probably opened one up about 15 years ago, a Roth. So I've I've been doing that for about 15 years. And How much do you have in it at this point? uh, Between the Roth, I also have a 403B. Between those two, I have about $185,000. Wow. So you think about that plus what you would stash away in the Roth over the next decade, you're going to be in great shape for your entire life. Particularly, you have this incredible advantage with the 90% final pay pension. This is really a good story, and you're going to have a very fun, flexible retirement. It's time for Ask Clark. That's where you post a question for me at Clark.com, and producer Joel gets to ask it. Clark, Ann wants to know, she says, I listened to you talk about how in the very near future there will not be any more gas automobiles. Here we are in the 21st century United States of America, though, and there are still areas in the country where there's no internet access and there are no cell phone towers. What plans are in place to help rural America catch up? What a great question. The, the rural-urban divide is a problem in more than half the nation states. It is a a terrible problem of medical availability, educational availability, technology, and the rest. I mean, think about rural America as electric cars become more and more prominent. Electric cars are likely not to work as an alternative in rural America. There will still be for decades to come, even when there's mass adoption of electric vehicles, there will still be a need for a gas engine or propane or diesel, or uh, who knows what power source vehicles other than electric. As the problem with cell availability around the country, there's a lot of promise for both cellular and high-speed internet coming with the rollout of the next generation of technology coined 5G. 5G is going to start appearing in a meaningful amount in urban areas in Uh, 2019 and 2020 it will become heavily widespread rural america as always will trail but 5g is going to make a big communications difference in rural america t-mobile in particular has deployed a new technology that works on only a handful of their phones that gives a much better signal across wide swaths of rural america than cell phone carriers historically have been able to do. So rural America always is an afterthought, and that's a shame. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast of our show, I'd love it if you'd subscribe. Whatever your favorite podcast app is, we're pretty much there. 
And whether you love what you hear from me or hate it, take time to write a review. It's how we all learn from each other is from those reviews. 